These guys are sports lunatics. This is the Sports Lunatics Show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Sports Lunatics Show. Who are the Sports Lunatics? Well, we're just a couple of regular guys who love sports and sports history. I'm Howie Mooney in Barrie, Ontario. And I'm Sean Levine in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Don't forget, folks, we are brought to you by our good friends at the Fired Up Network. You can find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and 212 different platforms wherever you find your podcasts, including Alexa. Don't forget to rate and review us. And if you like us, let your friends and family know about us as well. We're also on Facebook. The Sports Lunatics Radio Show page is an interactive page for you, the listeners. There's always a lot going on in there. Sean is in there all the time, and so many members posting things as well. That page has taken on a life of its own. Shawnee, great to see you as always. What are we talking about today? Well, it's sort of been a big hot topic uh, just on the, uh, you know, we've had the Pro Bowl. We have a new look of the Pro Bowl. We just went through a god-awful NBA All-Star game. (laughs) Uh, We've had NHL, uh, their All-Star game. You know, just looking, just our thoughts in terms of, where has the all-star game gone and where's it going and should we care anymore? And really what's the all-star weekend about in professional sports and as fans, because it's totally changed when you and I were kids growing up and, and seeing our heroes play. And it was like, it, it, it always felt special. And we talk, there's an ongoing theme in a lot of our shows recently where it's we've just really have lost how special certain things have been from where we were kids to where we are today. And a lot of it is generated through social media. A lot of it is just oversaturation now that we can see every game every night. And it doesn't have that unique and special feeling that it used to have. There was a question that you asked in your, in your little monologue there, should we care anymore? And that's a good question because when you watch the NHL all-star game, when you watch the NBA all-star game and the pro bowl, whatever it is now, do the players even care anymore? That's my question because guys don't, there's, there doesn't seem to be any, any intensity in the games anymore. I can remember, and it, I mean, I'm not saying that that what, what happened when I was younger is the most important thing or anything, but guys blocked shots. You know, guys played defense, and there doesn't seem to be any of that anymore. Well, I think a big part of that, Howie, is the money. You know, in the era where we watched, and, and I'm sure most of our listeners have watched our demographic, it was unique because you didn't get to see a game every night. The players were not making the money they're making now. And they actually got to make more money by playing in this game. And, you know, there is, you know, there was a winner side and a loser side. So they would make some extra coin that, you know, that they wouldn't necessarily have, but it always felt, and, and I'm finding this more and more like it's a true, it was a true honor to be, named to an all-star game, like it meant something. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Now, it may mean something uh, as a bonus in a contract, 
but it doesn't mean like there seemed to be more of a prestige to it. Uh, whereas now, and, and I'll use the Pro Bowl or the Pro Bowl flag football or whatever. You know, he had uh, Huntley from the Ravens get into the yes. game. Well, he wasn't at all pro. He played two or three games. Yeah. It was, they needed a replacement. And that's who it was. But And it had to be a Baltimore Raven. And it had to be a Raven, which is fine. But, like, it just, you know, it, it was just that type of stuff. And we're seeing this more and more. And it just really struck a lot of people this weekend in the NBA. Because, actually... I always thought the NBA game, even though they didn't play a lot of defense, there was a point in that game where they started to play. It felt like like there was there was pride at the end of the game where guys actually tried a little bit. Yeah, because when it was getting close to 185, then they realized, I don't want to lose. <laughs> right, exactly. Again, there's more money involved that they, you know, win or lose. Uh, but this year was just, it was awful. It was really awful to watch. And you had some people who played in the game who really didn't want to go to All-Star Weekend or, hey, you want us to try harder? Show me the money. And that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way because yeah. it's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. You know, the amount of money that are paid for tickets to these events, and yes, a lot of them are corporate sponsor type tickets, but there's a cost involved and uh, it's, it's really becoming uh, an issue. I think, you know, as fans and you can see it, the ratings are terrible Yeah, for a lot of these games now, like the lowest in years. And this isn't just the NBA. It's across the board sure. where people are, are, have tuned out. So it's becoming an issue. There's always going to be an all-star. They will never uh, abolish it uh, because that is – it's a showcase for the sport. And what I'm finding funny is that they're always talking about growing the game, and yet nobody wants to play in these games. <laughs> well, what I, what I saw in, about the NHL all-star game was that it seems to have been reduced in terms of relevancy – to something similar to a stadium game uh, or a uh, you know one of those outdoor games uh, where it's it's relevant in the city that it's being played in, but outside of that city, like nobody cares anymore. Yeah, and you know I got to go to the one in Ottawa, which was a big deal. You know, being a kid from that area sure. as you are, and it was great for the city because they are a small market city. Yeah, so they don't get Ottawa does not get talked about. You know, in Canada, they get talked about a lot about, but in the overall spectrum of the NHL, they're a, they're a small market, and it was a great showcase. And it was. There was a great buzz for the city. It brought money into the city, mm -hmm. which is great, uh, just like the Winter Classics or the Stadium Series games uh, are important. But uh, you're absolutely right. Anybody outside of Ottawa really don't care Unless you really want to see your favorite player play. Right. You know, and, and as we grew up, you know, I'll go to baseball. Yes. Baseball seemed to matter. Like the all-star game seemed to matter. Yeah. More well, it's than the, any it's other all-star game. It's the only one of the four major sports where you can play the game that, that you play as it's played normally. You can play hard on defense. You can, you can do all the things hard that you want to do, except I really don't 
I hope that nobody goes and runs over Ray Fossey again because the poor guy. I mean, but baseball is the only all-star game that to me still has the relevance that it had 15, 20, 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, it's the most you still have guys who who play hard for mm-hmm. the most part. Uh, and actually when as as much heat as Bud Seeley took when they made the the winner for that yeah for that league to get the home field in the World Series at least it meant something yeah you know where it is now it's it's with a lot of the other sports like it's just it's a throwaway I think it began to become a throwaway when the NHL started doing their draft, you know, I'll pick this guy, I'll pick this guy. And Phil Kessel was the last guy picked. I mean, it was funny and he made, he made good light of it, but that's when the all-star game for me started to fall down. And and you saw it this year in the NBA where the guys are picking the players, you know, they're, they're picking their friends and all that stuff. And it, it, when it was East versus West, when it was American league versus national league, when it was, when it was, uh, you know, all that, when there was defined uh, parameters for the teams, to me that was when it was when it was okay. Uh, but when you started going to this kind of draft system, to me that's when it lost it for me. Well, I was there at that one. I was at the first one that was in Carolina. Yes, and even that, it was it was cool to be there. It was cool to see it. But then when they gave him a car at the end yeah. because they they yeah. didn't want him to have hurt feelings. And it, and I'm not pointing out Phil Kessel. He was just the last one that yeah. they picked. But I was just like, are you kidding me? These guys are making hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions, <laughs> and you're giving them a car. Like, I, I just – that's where this stuff is starting to get lost on me. Yeah. And I know I'm going to sound like the grumpy old man, but, you know, really? These guys, of all people, don't need a new car. How about – you attach a fan to that car. <laughs> no, and I mean that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like like you, you know, and I know they do have some promotions like that uh, in, in some All-Star weekend festivities. But to me, that's that's where it should go. It should, it should go to a fan yes. who, who, who could use a car as opposed to the multimillionaire who likely has five of them. Well, you know? the, fact, the fact that they give away a car. It harkens back to me to the days when the guys didn't make a lot of money and a car was a big deal. Well, the MVP would win a car, yeah. right? Yeah. And that was a big deal for them. Like there's, that- a, there's an old story about John Garrett in the All-Star game, and he came in and, and he was playing great. And uh, one of his defensemen came over and tapped him on the pads and says, you got the wheels, buddy. You got the wheels. Keep going. And then he made him some more saves, and he says, you got the steering wheel, buddy. You got the steering wheel. Then Wayne Gretzky scored four goals in the third period, and he and he <laughs> lost his car. <laughs> Uh, but it's true. Like that's, yeah. that's, that's what we're finding. And it just, it's, there's just no, uh, there's a lot of glitz. There's a lot of glamor. They bring in the celebrities. They bring in the musical acts. They bring, they're trying to spice it up, but I've just found recently, especially it's just been, a, you know, and they're trying all these different gimmicky things, yeah. um, you know, to try to enhance it. It it is what it is. Like it's uh, 
and I, I honestly, I don't care anymore. I don't care. And maybe I'm maturing as a fan or I'm just, uh, you know, the grumpy old guy, but it, it was always special growing up. Yeah. You know, to watch. Cause again, you didn't get to see your team or your favorite player play every night. No, you'd see him on highlights on the news, but that's it. You never saw full games. You didn't see, you know, a lot of the, the footage and then to see them being spotlighted at an all-star game, um, uh, you know, you go back and you get those tremendous moments of Gordie Howe playing in, in Detroit and, and near the end of his career and, and what have you. You know, it just meant a little bit more. It, there was just something to it. I just don't get it anymore. Somebody posted a picture this past week of Gordie Howe and Bobby Hull in their all-star uniforms talking to each other. And it gave me chills because that was something. That was really something. Now, Going into the NBA All-Star Weekend this, this year, everybody was talking about how the slam dunk contest had lost all of its cachet, all of it. And that the three-point the, the, uh, three shooting contest was the big thing now. But I think Mac McClung did something this year to bring back something to that, three, that uh, slam dunk competition. Yeah, it was fun. It was great it was. to watch. Uh, but again, who is he? I know. But the thing is, now... Apparently, they have to scalp tickets to his G League games. Right after that, which which no, just... and and that's what I mean. It's it's great for him, and yes. it's great for you know the G League and and all of that. I I I get it. It's great, but people want to see. If I am paying for a ticket, oh yeah, who do I want to see? I want to see the best players in the world. Yes show off their skills or what have you. Now it's guys are ducking out left and right. Yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing is, and, and I'm wondering if it's going to happen down the road in terms of, you know, you're representing not only your your team, your city, but you're rep you know, you're a representative of the league. Yes. At these events. Yeah. And, you know, I, I remember there was the big controversy and it happened 10 years ago where Ovechkin and I think Crosby ducked out of a game, all-star game and everybody was up in arms and, and it was, uh, you know, and then there was suspensions involved that if they missed all-star weekend, then they'd be, they'd miss the first game back. Yes. And it was a real, I remember it was a big talking point. Um, you know, now guys are ducking out left, right, and center. Like it's, uh, and there are no consequences. So, you know, think about, think about the NFL, the pro bowl was the same weekend as the golf, the big, uh, yes. Pebble beach, uh, yes. pro-am. Well, the all pros that should have been in the football game. They were playing golf. Yeah, that's true. And, and that was okay. Like nobody, it was I enjoyed, what it was. I did enjoy the um, the skills competition though for the uh, Pro Bowl. Actually, I, I didn't mind the flag football stuff. Yeah, well, Again. I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't watch it because I was I was watching the Pebble Beach uh, that that weekend. But I was telling you this before we got on before we recorded that the the skills competition for the Pro Bowl reminded me of the old and and. People aren't going to remember this unless they're like my age. 
but there used to be something on halftime on CFL games called CFL countdown. And you'd have the CFL players like Ronnie Lancaster was in it and all these old guys and they'd have to hit moving targets. There was a, a golf cart with a big basket on the back and you'd have to hit that from 20 yards, 30 yards, 40 yards. You know, you'd have to hit these, all these different things. The, uh, the, the punt returners would have to do certain things and, you know, the receivers would have to do certain things. And it was really, and it kind of that, it, that pro bowl skills competition reminded me of that, except it seemed like it was indoors instead of outdoors. Uh, yeah. but that was the only difference. And that, and that to me was interesting. I found that to be interesting, but I have a complaint too, about the NHL all-star game. Can they have somebody design jerseys that look different from each other, please? And thank you. Somebody brought this up actually. Well, it's every year it's brought up, but it, it that also really to me was the end of 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 watching what we were used to. I always thought it was cool to see all the home jerseys or the visitor jerseys yeah. of that particular conference or 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 league together. Like yeah. you see some, and and I love it. You know, you go on some of these uh, Facebook group sites or Twitter, uh, where they have the old All Star picture team photo. Yeah, and everybody's in their their actual uniforms, and it was great to see. Yeah. Like, now I get to. It's all I get about the, money. I get to that. It, okay. One team has to be all white, and white. One team has one. One team can be all different colors. I don't care what the colors are, but you, you have teams now that don't have a white jersey. I think Vegas doesn't have a white jersey. They have a black and they have a yellow. But somebody could come up with a white one just for that game. I'm sure it would, and it would be great marketing for for you know people to, for that team to sell jerseys. Well, they seem to come out with new third, fifth. Oh tenth. God, yeah. 15th jerseys every year yeah um, you know i i just i just miss that type of nostalgia as well like i uh the throwback stuff which is always huge see that's the funny thing everybody talks about throwback jerseys and what a what an industry it is you know has been now for many years and yet they don't do it for uh for any of these all-star games i'm like have a throwback you know, I get like that in I think, Florida. I think, yeah, you know what? Uh, something's coming up. There is a big anniversary. Oh, next year. It's the next year's All Star Game, or anyways, like for a milestone game, like that should be. I would think that should be something they would consider. They never will because it's all sponsorship money. Yeah, but so, I get, I know. get too that in Florida, that you know there has to be a certain um, South Florida feel to the game, and they have the pastel colors, but. They have all the same pastel colors on all the uniforms. And you can't tell the backs of one look like the front of the other. And you saw guys giving the puck away because they thought that that guy was on their team and he wasn't. No, it was. Don't get me started. (laughs) Get off my lawn. I I, can we not understand, too, that the NHL has a history. And at one time, you know, okay, you can have one team in those pastel colors, but put another team in orange and black. And put another team in in uh, in black and orange, or put another team in in black and silver. You know, because uh, just make the four divisions have different colors. That's all that I'm I'm asking. Because to me, as a fan watching on TV, I get the feeling that they didn't do any focus groups for these things. They just said, "Yeah, this looks good up close. We'll wear that, and we'll wear that." And 
it, it reminds me of the old Ottawa Senators in their first year. Black jerseys with red numbers on them. You can't see the numbers from the 300 right. level. You can't yes. see the numbers on TV. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I used to remember when producing uh, the Leaf broadcasts and and the broadcasters couldn't under, yeah. Couldn't yeah. get Because like they'd have these third jerseys and they're like, I can't see what the hell numbers. You know, you just can't make it out. Well, the, the and, Leafs had those white jerseys with a blue stripe across for the old kind of retro look, but they had white numbers on the back with blue trim on the outside. And poor Joe Bowen up in the booth couldn't see the numbers. He couldn't tell who was who. No, it was, it was crazy. And, and, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, it doesn't feel like it's for the fans anymore. You're right. And that to me has been the biggest takeaway of a lot of things that have been happening around these all-star weekends. It just, it's all corporate, financial. It's it. It feels like nothing is for the fans. Yeah. Or or shouldn't say nothing's for the fans, but it's not a. It doesn't feel like it's a priority. And they all talk a good game, saying, "Well, we we know we have to fix it, or we know." And then they come up with all these cockamamie ideas. Like, hey, I, I I'll be honest. I actually the one thing I actually miss from the NHL was when they did the international uh, versus North America. Yeah. Like I thought that worked. Yeah. That was, uh, that was interesting. And they're talking about doing that again. At least I heard talk on, on sports talk radio about doing that again. I don't know yeah. how, how that is at the league level. Yeah. But like, I actually didn't mind that. That was, you know, I, I admit the draft, it was good for a year or two, maybe three. I don't care anymore. I don't care about guys drafting their buddies. Yeah. And I don't care about, oh, how is the last guy going to feel? <laughs> well, I said, I said to you before we started recording, you know, it's almost like the game isn't for us anymore. It's we're too old and we don't matter anymore. And I, and I know that I get the fact that the older we get, the less we matter to all advertisers, all demographics, yes. but you know, it's for the 10 year old kids. Now it's, it's for those guys. And I don't even think my son cares anymore. My son's 21 now. I don't think he cares anymore. But there was a story. I don't know if you heard the interview that uh, Dan Patrick did. I think it was Super Bowl week with uh, Chris Collinsworth. And Collinsworth was talking about uh, his first all-star or all pro Pro bowl, pro bowl experience. And his coach was Don Shula and Don Shula was running three hour practices going into the pro bowl. Meanwhile, the NFC guys would do a 10-minute walkthrough, and then they'd be walking around in their shorts around town, uh, you know, and, and Collinsworth sweating and saying, get me off this field. But again, the era, like, that was that was a big paycheck for yes. them to yeah. to win that game at that time. Yeah. And that – and there was. There was more pride. There was pride. Yes. Now everybody's friends. Yeah. That's the other thing. A lot of these guys, they're all buddies. How like much? How much has free agency ruined this? Well, it's it's the rivalries. They're, you know, they, we they, we could talk about this down the road again, but the rivalries are not as intense as what they used to be. Yeah. What's happening actually now? And this is sort of, and I know it's totally sports media driven in a lot of these cases but you see what's going on right now with JJ Reddick calling out Larry Bird and saying he wasn't as good a three-point sh- shooter as Steph Curry or anybody of this generation and now all the 
you know, the the guys from that decade, that generation are now calling out Redick and who's this guy and what, you know, that's sort of now become the new rivalry is all this goat stuff. Yeah. And top 10 and era and like that's that, you know, now this is all that's driven on media, uh, you know, talk shows. It's it's uh, so you're right, because. Guys don't play on teams very long. No. And it's and totally they move different. Conference to conference, division to division, all this stuff. I know I'm I'm dating myself here, but at least I'm dating somebody. But back back in the day when the American League and the National League in baseball, you know, yeah, I, and I'm not saying get rid of free agency. I'm not saying that at all because it's a very important for the players to be paid. I I think they should be paid. But you had guys staying on the same teams forever. You had Pete Rose in the in the National League clubhouse saying, guys, we've got a 15-year winning streak going here. We can't lose today. We have to win. And, uh, you know, and and so he'd, he did run over Ray Fossey, and he did run over him to win. And it, he, like he said, he would run through hell in a gasoline suit to win in baseball. And, you know, it was, it was an important thing back then. But as you say, and as I said earlier, too, the intensity is just gone from these games. And I think that's what's ruined it for the fans is that they don't, the players don't really care. Why should we care as fans? Yeah. No, I, I've, I've gone back and watched some of the all-star games in the NBA from the eighties. Yeah. And again, they are high scoring. There's it's, but there was competition. You know, you had Johnson and Jordan jawing back at each other, yeah. in the, you know, in that era. You, you know, you had Bird going up again. Bird didn't care. He didn't care if it was an exhibition game or a all-star game or a regular. He only knew one way to play, and that's how he played. They played hard. Yeah. You know, if, if he they, was playing beanbags, though, he'd want to beat you. Well, that's that. But that was the type of competitor. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, load management. Oh, I don't want to hurt myself. Oh, I don't. And that's a whole other topic is low management, what's yes. happening in sports. But, but you look at the NBA schedule. For some teams, there was a nine-day layoff between their last game before. It was a joke. The... Yeah. It was a joke. Yeah. No, it's – like I said, it's – players are driving the NBA. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And, and I think that's – and that think, is becoming a detriment. But I think you know, that we can all agree. I think we we as, as people who are onlookers, we can all agree – that fewer games would make the season better. It would make the players better. But you know that the leagues, in terms of revenue, will never go for that. No, they won't. They should. Yes. I agree. Well, why do you think the National Football League is so massive? There's only 16 games or 17 games. Yeah. and, and like if they Every could, game they, matters. If they could, they'd play 20, I'm sure. Well, yeah. But what I'm saying is, Every game matters. You don't have guys right taking a week off, or if they do, they're cut. Yeah. Well, look at look at when baseball had that the uh, I guess the COVID year sixty game schedule, and and they talked about ooh every game matters. It's sixty games. You know it's and it it was true though for baseball one hundred and sixty two games down to sixty. It Take makes a eighty one with the strike and the split. Yes. Like that was that was. Every game did count. Yeah. And you think of Cincinnati and St. Louis who had the best records, actually. Right. Yes. Yeah. Ah, screw them. 
it was the only it was the only bright spot as Expos fans. Uh, oh, I know. Uh, you know. And the but, best thing is, though, that that eighty one Expos team wasn't even their best team ever. I think the seventy nine team that that finished second to the We Are Family Pirates was a better team than the eighty one yes. team. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's a it it's too bad because at one time I know as a fan I I loved watching the All Star festivities yeah. and everything. I I thought it was great, but I just can't do it anymore. Yeah. I, I'm. And that's just a personal choice. I know there are some people, as you said, the younger generation, they'll eat this stuff up because yeah. uh, it's a different generation sure. than what we are, for sure. Well, I think the best time in your life is when you're between like nine and 13. The best time for sports or the best time for everything, because everything crystallizes in your head at that time. Yeah, absolutely. No. Now at 53, <laughs> not so much. No, I can't get anything to stick in here anymore. You know, it's pretty sad when I'm watching pickleball highlights every night <laughs> from the pickleball pro tour. That's that's been that's been the extent of my sports watching. Uh, you know, when these all-star games are on, I, I'd rather watch pickleball highlights. <laughs> Shawnee, that is the perfect way to end this edition of the Sports Lunatics show. Folks, thanks for listening to this uh, edition of the show. Uh, don't forget, you can follow us on or 212 different platforms including iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and Alexa. We are brought to you by our friends at the Fired Up Network. Check us out on Facebook, the Sports Lunatics Radio show page. It's always better when you're here. Thanks for listening. Have a great sports day. <laughs>